What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Ready to podcast? <clears throat> Ready to podcast, Graham. Okay, let's do it. Okay, okay. let's make some magic. Let's <laughs> make <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. On today's episode, we're digging into our 20-year friendship and talking about how we're so alike and all the ways we're different. From daily routines to our favorite foods to our most likely fashion and style choices, we're chatting today about how best friends can be similar yet shockingly different. Plus, how this podcast made a difference in a local town council, why Graham doesn't bother to fight with Kirsten, and the number one quality we're looking for when hunting for friends. All that and more on this week's episode. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome, everyone, to Welcome Home. It's been so long since we've recorded together. This is a delight. I know. We always talk about how we're doing things not in real time. Graham and I have been separated for two weeks because I went on spring break and as like ships passing in the night, as I was returning, she was on spring break. So yesterday we had our big reunion phone call, which we should have just taped. And, and it was it. so awkward because you're so awkward when you first <laughs> talked to Kirsten. I had to, I literally had to come up with a mental icebreaker. I, I came up. <laughs> she, I'm not making this up. Graham called and she's like, I know we're going to have to ease back into talking. So here's an icebreaker. Because literally when Kirsten calls normally, she like, we, she starts mid-sentence and I'm just like supposed to pick up on whatever train of thought she's having. But when we've had this kind of an absence apart, it's like, okay, don't worry, Kirsten, we can do this. We can talk again. And then it comes normal. All right. The reason why I expect you to pick up is because we are very alike. See okay. All right. TD up, Grandma. TD up. <laughs> Today's episode might be a little bit self-aggrandizing. Sometimes our topics are better than others, but I think this will be fun. And I think you had a good idea, Kirsten. So Thanks. we thought we'd talk about things within our friendship, areas that we are similar. Kirsten and Graham are similar and areas where we're different. And we kind of made a bunch of lists, but I think with all friendships anywhere for whomever is listening, um, if you think about some of your really good friends, and I, especially as we get older, I think about this a little bit more, uh, you know, maybe we used to be a little more lockstep when we were younger and in college and we we're all like, remember in high school, how we'd always wear the same outfit. Well, you and I weren't in high school together, but how like if you pass a group of high school girls, they're literally all wearing the same outfit. Well, I did go to an all-girls school with a uniform. So yes, I do know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, that's good. But then I think what happens, especially with long-term friendships, is you realize over time like ways that you're different from someone and you're just you're much more willing to brush them under the rug if they're things that are annoying to you over time because you just love that person so much or you care about them. However, I think with new people you meet, do you think you're as kind, Kirsten, when you- Oh, that's really interesting. Like I wouldn't become friends with someone who does something that you do that is super annoying, but like for them, 
for you it's fine but like for me it's like a hilarious cute character trait <laughs> like you like your annoying habits have already been grandfathered in right there's a grandfather clause Amazing. yes it. that's really smart um but we'll also see as we go through this list there's going to be a lot of things that are gray areas so it'll be fun but before we get to that um we have a sponsor we would love to tell you guys oh wait real quick also we're not just so obsessed with ourselves. We think this will help you think about your own friends and hopefully inspire some fun conversations with you and your friends. But yes, getting back to our sponsor. Oh, we have a great sponsor today. In fact, we have been big fans of Buffy for a while now. Um, for any of you who aren't familiar with Buffy, Buffy makes comforters that are basically better for you and your health. They use skin-friendly eucalyptus fabric, and they're super fluffy. They're made from 100% recycled water bottles, and they're made from, you know, the plant-based fabric of eucalyptus. They're very breathable. They keep you at a comfortable temperature the entire year round. Um, they're much, much, much softer than cotton. Eucalyptus fiber is more wasteful, so it's a little bit better for the environment. Made from a renewable plant. Wait, wait. Uses eucalyptus fire is less wasteful <laughs> yes it's much less wasteful that's true it totally but i'm new i think a lot of us are new to eucalyptus like the same way we were new to quinoa a while ago like i think eucalyptus is becoming the hot fiber where should we say the cool fiber <laughs> i've mark seen a my lot, words i put a marker i've seen a lot of eucalyptus stuff but it's my kids um, had manuka honey the other day a lot, somebody wrote us and said they tried manuka honey do they feel amazing do their allergies disappear no, they didn't disappear. I might not be able to endorse um, manuka honey, but I will endorse eucalyptus. A night know, spent like on a good bad. Buffy comforter is the best medicine. Um, but wait, have we talked about what's inside the, inside the comforter? Because that's really, I think, the more interesting thing. That it's hypoallergenic? Well, that's interesting. But I was talking more about the fact that it's made out of recycled BPA-free water bottles. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Nobody understands that, but it is. Like when you get this thing in the mail, you're like, oh, this is a very nice, lovely, very, very nice soft comforter, but it's made of water bottles. So it's that's just some cool. sort of, that's some sort of crazy town magic. We've tried ours. Um, the cool thing about Buffy is they offer a free 30 night trial. Well, you pay for it, but then if you don't like it, you can send it back. But they kind of think that bedding is personal. So they want you to try it. So try it in your home for 30 days. Um, if you don't like it, return it for free. They will take it back for you. That's yeah, we honestly both have these on our beds and I'm really liking it. I didn't even realize I needed a new comforter and now I'm like, oh my goodness, this is... Actually, no, I very much knew I needed a new comforter, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> I'm glad that I got to try the Buffy because it's awesome. And uh, you guys, $20 off your first Buffy comforter. Um, visit Buffy and Buffy... I'm sorry, visit... Buffy.co, co, not com, Buffy.co. And mm -hmm. put in the code welcome. Not wasting anything. We're not wasting water bottles. We're not wasting gratuitous M. M. <laughs> Buffy.co. Promo oh. code is welcome home. Oh, I like that we're finally all on welcome home codes. We That's are. a nice thing. Welcome home to your Buffy. Okay. Let's talk about the greatest. Okay. So wait, can I just segue into the greatest email that we got oh, yesterday from guys, a listener? This has been so happy. And Graham and I both responded at the exact same moment. This is the best email we've ever seen. This was absolutely amazing. So we got an email from one of our listeners. Her name is Rebecca. We'll not say her last name. She's not a personal friend. We have some friends named Rebecca. Um, and anyway, it's it not said, Becky O. Yeah. It said, hello. 
just wanted to send you a quick thank you for making me look worldly in a recent situation. I serve on my small community's town council and a knuckle boom truck line item came up. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone remembers from past episodes, but I have a famous knuckle boom. It's like a garbage truck. It looks like a claw, basically. Okay, we're getting back to We've the- done almost an entire episode about the knuckle boom. So if you- <laughs> Yeah. So basically, she says a knuckle boom truck line item came up for discussion during our annual budget meeting. As a regular welcome home listener, I was the only person on council who knew what it was, <laughs> and I was able to argue pretty convincingly for it the public works director was especially impressed thank you for being my secret weapon no rebecca thank you for serving your listening rebecca and for 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 keeping that knuckle boom as part of your community i never thought like our work would be (laughs) civic-minded but obviously the work of the world is getting done here on welcome home i read the uh i read the email to my husband and he didn't know what a knuckle boom was and when I explained it, he was just like, Mountain Brook really is the most magical city ever, isn't it? It really is. Every city needs a knuckle boom. Basically, it's just a truck that picks up anything, anything you want to pick out. Like if you want to put out like a small child, if you want to put out like your old mattress, whatever it is, it picks it up. It's amazing. Um, by the way, I said Becky O. She's been married for how many years now? This is one of our college best friends. Yeah, Becky O. She's, but yeah, but I mean, it's so amazing because her initials are B.O. <laughs> Her initials are one of the best initial stories ever because her initials are R L because her real name's Rebecca. Yeah, okay. but it was like anyway, it was like all R-L-O. everything that was like Ralph Lauren that he monograms everything with his own monogram, like she can just go and like go into home goods and buy them and everything's already pre-monogrammed for her. It's kind of amazing. No, I'll tell you the best monogram is my son's. Little did I know, but Cohen Brooks Smith, he actually attends a school called Cherokee Bend School and they label everything with CBS. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. I just make him wear school swag everywhere. That's um, awesome. Okay, so let's get into today's show. How we're different. We'll start with how we're different, okay? And you made this list kind of without me. We sort of brainstormed, but it'll be interesting to see if I'm going to disagree with you on some of these. Yeah, but it's a really, we obviously should have put this list in order because I'm looking at the first thing and it's like spicy, salty foods. Next thing, adultery. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know. I mean, it's going to take a skilled podcast host, hostess to navigate these deep waters. We got it, Graham. We got it. Okay. So spicy, salty foods. Well, I could eat like I could eat fire. I could be a fire eater. And you guys, you go out to dinner with Graham, and she's like, um, "Bring me your spiciest. Bring your spiciest." I don't like. I don't enjoy torturing my mouth. No, and I know the word. I know. No, no, I'm better. I can one up you on that. I don't just say bring me your spiciest food. I actually have learned the word for spicy in every like spicy ethnic language. So when I go to Indian, because I don't want them to mess around with me. I don't want them to go back to the kitchen and say like this stupid American girl, like thinks she's going to get spicy food, but we'll dumb it down for her. So like when I go to Indian restaurant, I say, make it tikka, which means like Indian hot. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I see. I don't care to do that. Now, the one exception to this is have you, do your kids eat Takis? No, but I've seen them and I know they're very popular. Your kids eat them. They're potato chips, right? Spicy potato chips. No, they're like 
they're like twice as fattening as any other potato chip too. I don't understand, but it's like a tortilla, like a little mini tortilla that's like rolled up and it's just like, they pour fire. Graham, go, to, go get a pack of Takis. You're going to get some Takis. Those are the one <laughs> things that I just can't stop eating. Oh my God. Well, no, for you, you can't stop eating salty foods. Okay, I love salty foods. I sometimes lick my hand and put salt in it and then just she does. I've seen her open up salt shakers. Like it's crazy. I mean, you've over time, like I remember with pride one time you told me when I first met you that like you had a, your neighbor had a horse and there was a salt lick somewhere and you would be found like out licking the salt lick. That was <gasps> I washed it. She dared me to lick it. So I washed it off and I licked it. And I'm like, that was quite enjoyable. Um, you know what is the best salt too? What? Chipotle. And they put it in those like old, like, Oh, we can, we can talk about spring break. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so we went to, we went skiing and, um, you know, guess where the first ever Chipotle, my children are nuts for Chipotle in case oh, anyone's her kids this. love Chipotle. Like, did you let me get them Chipotle one year for their birthday? Oh, it's their, oh, because they ask for it for their birthday. They ask Santa Claus for Chipotle <laughs> as if like we can't take them to dine on a Chipotle kid's meal. Um, but so we went to the original Chipotle in Denver. I have so many pictures of us standing and it's actually, we had to go out of our way to find this place. <laughs> that, that truthfully is like a pilgrimage for you guys. Well, it's such an act of love because Harrison was like, I don't want to eat dinner at like Chipotle. <laughs> like we're wasting one of our Denver dinners on Chipotle, but it was, the boys were so happy. But they do. They have great salt. You're right. They have great everything. They do. But I have a question. Well, I think we talked about this before. Like, why do they have a liquor license? I know. Like, when, does anyone say, like, let's go to Chipotle and have a beer? It's like, like a, I've never seen anyone order a margarita. I've never seen anyone drinking either. I go to Chipotle <laughs> and I just, there's nothing in me that wants to get a cocktail. It's funny because, okay, so we went there. This was like a big pilgrimage. Like we took an Uber to this Chipotle, which is like out at like the University of Denver or something. And it was like a 20 minute, I mean, we spent more in the Uber than we spent more on the Chipotle. And I thought to myself, okay, well, it's Saturday night. Like here I am with my family. Should I get a margarita? I'm standing in line. And I, then I thought, eh, no, not worth it. <laughs> just no, I, it's just, I don't know. I've never seen anyone order a cocktail at Chipotle. It always fascinated me because I'm sure that liquor license is expensive. Yeah, those things aren't cheap. Okay, well, solve it. I'm going to try one. I would, to- you know what? Can we actually, like, since we do have this platform, do you think we could talk to someone from Chipotle? To say, like, what's the, what's the vibe behind, like, what's the reason behind it? Yeah, and also just maybe the backstory. I think that would really mean a lot to your sons. That maybe for be. Cohen's birthday. We got to get Chipotle to sponsor us. He would be so proud. I mean, he would be more proud if like Chipotle sponsored our show than if um, Steph Curry was his brother. Okay, Graham, we've done one. Okay, next up, workout music. (laughs) So (laughs) we have back in the day when we had mixtapes and mixed CDs and you would use them when you run and Graham would borrow mine sometimes. Or you had CD players called the Shockwave. And remember, they had those little <laughs> clips on the side. And you could run, but you really couldn't run. You had to run, like, kind of holding them so they wouldn't joggle. <laughs> so annoying. Oh, future <laughs> stories we'll tell our children. that. How did we do that? Gosh. Anyway, Graham would sometimes borrow my, my CD player or my mixtape. And she would always come back angry. I'd come back crying or angry because Kirsten listens to moody, sad music when she runs, which I do not even understand. It's like old, slow jazz. Not jazz, but I, do, I don't need like fast, peppy music to work out. I can, if I like, like the song, it doesn't matter if it's slow. I don't need a fast song to work out. Now, Graham works out to like, like she is like the person they make 
like the remix workouts for or fitness classes or that's what I call music like you know that that um <laughs> you know that I, do they I'm still gonna, do those do they still do those do I have every single one that's what I call dance 2019 that's what I call <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> They're great. They're amazing. And I'm not going to lie. Like kids pop is a good station. Oh, I love okay. it. Wait, how are you getting the, how are you, are you, you're not actually buying a CD though. No, I, I pay for them on iTunes. I know I'm not even on Spotify. I know everyone's getting their music for free now. You're I'm still paying years old. Okay. I, I'm, I still pay $1.29 per song. I mean, I honestly am very surprised that you don't have an AOL email address. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Does Spotify just really give music away for free? No, you pay like nine dollars a month, but you don't even need to do that because you have Amazon Prime. Uh, just download the Amazon Prime app, and you'll have all like all the music. This is interesting. I've got. Or if you want to use iTunes, Graham, you can also pay like six dollars a month, and they'll give you all the songs. Oh, unlimited. But then, <laughs> guys, it's like talking then, to my grandmother. But then you don't own them. That's the thing. It's like, you're well, what do you need them for? I don't know. I mean, I just like to We're own in the song. sharing economy, Graham. You don't need to own your own music. Okay, up next on our list, adultery. Kirsten <laughs> does not have a problem with adultery. <laughs> This is something we're different about. It's so far, I see, and we would need a lot of disclaimers. All I'm going to say is, like, I think I'm making friends, and I feel badly for you, Kirsten, <laughs> on the other end of this podcast. Yeah, okay. So, like, I like spicy foods. I like peppy workout music, and I, yeah, have a problem with adultery. <laughs> Everybody okay. wants to be let's, on Team let's Graham. Start this. Let's let's. You don't just have a problem with adultery, and I'm not cool with adultery. Let's start by saying, we are both very. You're nonchalant. Like, I do marriage as a sacred you would, covenant you would. I made with my spouse and God, and I do not believe in adultery. Uh-huh. That said, I heard this podcast once, and he was like talking to all these couples who had come back from adultery, and and I was like, gosh, you know what? That'd be really hard, but I don't think that would be like, I don't think, I just, it's nothing that like, it, uh, how do I say this where I don't sound like a crazy person? Like, I don't, I obviously am not okay bothered. with adultery. Right. We both, this is one of our great areas, right, Graham, where we're like on the same page, but not on the same page. But I don't stress out about adultery. That's my point is I, you know, I'm not jealous. I don't have a jealous about body and I don't worry about it. Whereas Graham is highly triggered by the idea of adultery. <laughs> like she can't watch a show where there's a couple having adultery or she like can't, she, she just can't watch the show. Okay, that's true. It's a, this is a nuance. This, you, everyone listening has to understand the nuances of what we're saying. Like clearly, clearly Kirsten would never be an adulteress. Like she's not out to steal <laughs> anyone's husband. I think that's a fair, fair, like I would never worry about that in a million years, but it's just, it's not something that bothers you. We're in, I could watch the most gruesome murder scenes, the most horrific whatever on any kind of movie. And I'll just be like, okay, I see that. It's fine by me. It doesn't upset me. But for some reason, that topic area, just, I find it upsetting. I'm sure someone could no, like- It totally upsets you. But so we've, over the years, sort of made it into a joke. We're like, yeah, Kirsten, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> so it clearly, we're both anti-adultery. We're both for fidelity in marriage, but it's become a joke with us. Cause I'm like, Graham, just stop worrying about it. I know. No big deal. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. It just for some reason makes me triply sad. Okay. Um, nighttime. You are a creature of the night. And again, like I've kind of changed here, but yeah, I don't need to go to bed as early as you do. You are very, very early to bed. If I, well, yeah, I'd like to be sleeping definitely in the nines. Like always a hundred percent. Like I consider the nines at some time, like even on a weekend, maybe 1030. Like how, how are you going to do this when your children are getting older? Are you going to go to bed before them? 
No, but see, this is where I am good. Like, I'm very trusting. Like, I'm just going to let them come home on their own and put themselves to bed. I know. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be But one you of don't those trust your husband. <laughs> no, I do. Trust your to put himself to bed, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you but you're a creature of the night you don't sleep you're up in the middle of the night like you kirsten wakes up she folds laundry she does these things like i it's really amazing i'm sure maybe oversharing a little bit but like i don't even wake up to use the restroom in the night never have never like it is maybe once a year that that happens to me i woke up to transcribe some books last night at 3 30 in the morning i was doing email and checking my paperless posts yeah, that's amazing. That sounds like a horrific time. But I do like early morning. Like, I do think the fives are a nice time to kind of be up and um, be quiet. Okay. I do, I do love early mornings, too. Okay, sanitation. I think we've covered this on many more shows. You are <laughs> you're, real fast. You're interested in it. I could care less. I, I find <laughs> – I think it's completely overhyped. Like, I really do. Yep. Like, yep. is yep. not a hand washer. I mean, I wash them every now and then, but I definitely don't use soap that often. Gross. Just doesn't bother me. Soap anywhere, it's disgusting. Okay. But also, I'm very efficient. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm good at. (laughs) Soap is like a line item in my budget. I use so much soap. Oh, by the way, there's. And I remember you were very upset right now. You came to my house once and there was no soap by that kitchen sink. Oh. And you were like, wait. Horrified. It was as if I didn't have toilet paper in the guest bathroom. You're really upset. It was if I didn't have like milk or gas in my car or milk in my fridge. You know what else too? So my in-laws have there this was time dish soap. Dish soap. There, to, be clar- to clarify, there was dish soap. There wasn't additional hands. Yeah. Do you are your are your do you have dishes on the end of your wrists or do you have hands? Yeah. <laughs> point. So my in-laws have a timeshare, and we um. So I've gotten like used to like going there and knowing you know what the setup's going to be. It's like going back to the same place all the time, mm-hmm. and they have um. It's kind of like a hotel though, you know. So they have the soaps and the shampoos and whatever, and there's always a bar soap in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. One of my things I always do when I pack is I bring what? my own liquid like soap. It. Interesting. Uh-huh. My, like, my parents. My parents will not throw away their sponge. Have we talked about this? Like their sponge smells like mildew and it grosses. Here's a, there, there is a level of sanitation I do have. And like, it's the most disgusting thing ever because they, Wait, will, say they won't throw away their sponge. You're saying the sponge, like it's a. The sponge, the sponge is that they clean their dishes no, with. No, no, I know, I know, but I mean with. like the sponge, like it's like. Oh, it's been around for ages, ages. And every time it's hard, you know how those sponges oh, dry. And gross. Things. And then they'll clean the counters off with it and the counters will smell like mildew afterward. Oh, it's so disgusting. Gross. No, I, I microwave my sponge for 30 seconds before I wash anything with it. And you do not. Yeah. You just get it wet and you put it in the microwave for 30 seconds and the steam sanitizes it. And then, because think about like if I was, you know, making eggs and I had the scrambled egg thing and I was washing, you know, that and that it, I would have the eggs on my sponge or whatever like that. So, um, and then my cleaning lady comes every two weeks. And so okay. every time she comes, I throw away my sponge and get a new one. So that's how I monitor that that's okay i do have a semi-weird quirk the you know i feed the cats wet food in the morning and you know you have to use a fork to kind of get it out and divide it between the two cats i only use a special fork to do that because the idea of potentially even though i put every single thing i have in the dishwasher like everything goes in the dishwasher the idea of potentially eating off the cat fork grosses me out that is pretty gross. Thank you. I'm glad to know there's I'm glad to know there's some standard here. Okay. <laughs> next up similar but laundry. Oh, I I've never sorted in my life. 
gosh. See, and I'm and like, darks, lights, colors, permapress. Actually, I don't know yeah. what, what does permapress mean? I don't think anyone knows. Like permanent press. What does that mean on the washing cycle? Oh, the by the way, can I tell you a tip? This is actually a handy tip for a homemaking podcast. Okay. <laughs> we should I, throw one of those in every decade. Every, every couple months, we'll give you a tip. I, um, this is when for everything, uh, what, what is it? What we've learned, what we've messed up. Here's what I messed up. I hate my washer and dryer. I cannot stand it. Okay. And the reason is because I bought it based on, I don't even know what I bought it based on. It was like, you know, price, mm-hmm. reviews, looks, whatever. Here's what I want you to do if you're buying a washer dryer. I want you to imagine all of your laundry in front of you. This might not apply to you, Graham, but if you're like me, like a, you know, uh-huh. got a lot of levels of sorting going on, ask yourself, like, where's the hand wash cycle? You know, ask yourself, where's the wool cycle? Because my old washer had a hand wash cycle, which I loved, and it had like a workout clothes cycle. We have that. You know yeah. what that means? Uh-huh. This one has all these weird cycles that I don't I don't know what they mean. Like I don't know what permapress means, and I don't know. I what- think mine has like a vomit cycle. So when you're yeah, like that's what you want. Night, you want like, like sanitation you, cycle. I like the sanitation things cycle. you don't know that are going to confuse you later, and then for the rest of your life you're going to be like I don't know what cycle. Okay, means. I guess I do sort to an extent. Like I basically take all the boys' clothes. I don't sort them out, but those I always wash on the sanitation cycle. I just feel like hot water, I guess that's my thing. It's like boiling hot water kills everything. So every, all my plates go through the dishwasher. All my clothes go through like high level heat. But hands. But hands, you know. Hands are on their own. Okay, next up, email. Graham is oh, a very good responsive emailer. Well, email is my to-do list. So, and you take forever. It's like a black hole of death. But that's why I handle email for us. You, But you can do texty. I don't like things coming at me from every direction. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I don't feel- like that either, but... I don't like it at all. But yeah, if you guys ever email the show and Graham responds to it, it's not that I don't care. It's that that's her job. It is my job. And I do get- the editing of the show and she does all the finances and... Communique. Communique. Except right. not Instagram or anything like that. Not Instagram. That's, that's curious. By the way, if you, you notice we haven't been Instagramming, it's because I give up social media for Lent. So oh, yeah. And cheese. Instagram. Social media and cheese. And I love that. That sounds so horrible. If I give up cheese, I would. Oh, it is. It's horrible. Okay. Medicine. Medicine. You take a lot of medicine. I don't take that much medicine anymore. Yeah. Maybe you've gotten better about that. I did take Claritin D this morning, though. You take a Claritin every day. I've never seen a girl who takes more Claritin than you. Oh, our family should buy Claritin stock. Ugh, our kids are such bad allergies. Okay, how we consume data. We'll just breeze through this because we did a whole episode on content, but I um, am a huge audiobook person and Graham is a paper person. And I'm just a person of the world. I talk to people, yeah. like human beings. <laughs> I'm really bad so, about taking my headphones out. Yeah, she always has three levels of media going. Okay, now, different. You love... Lily Pulitzer, like nobody's business. Actually, I don't dislike Lily Pulitzer, so that was unfair that I put it on there. But I was thinking more if we have any. You own any Lily Pulitzer, Graham? I have one or two pieces. Yeah, I have have a couple pieces, but I don't have like a. You're not a devotee. I don't have. I'm not a devotee. Mm -mm, No, Um, I don't do any of those like vineyard vines, Lily Pulitzer, which I don't have a problem with. I actually think they're really nice, and I think they look good on people. I just don't think it's my look. I've analyzed, like, it is your look. Like, I, I'm really, I do actually like those brands. I just, I'm very, like, a tailored, you know, kind of look, looks better on me, but you can just pull off more colors and stuff. 
but I actually really am liking, like I got a barber jacket and I'm really liking like my barber jacket and my, um, we should do an episode on fashion sometime and my, um, like button downs, like I'm, you know, but it's just, it's climate, you know what I mean? There's not, there's not a lot of weeks to wear like clothes that aren't like resort wear in Phoenix, you know? Right. Hence when Kirsten showed up at college and had no, like we showed up, it was cold and she oh, had no winter coats socks. or pants or anything. Cold. And nothing. I didn't have a coat. Very confusing. Uh, it was great. Um, then finally, and the last thing we had was our fighting styles. And okay. This is actually I didn't something... even know what you meant when you put this. So I'm dying to hear you explain this. Okay. So I feel like I, I loved this about you. Like I grew up in a way, in an environment where if you entered into a fight with someone, like a, you know, a verbal fight, not a fist fight. <laughs> Kirsten, I have, not, I have not yet had a fist fight. We'll put that on the to-do list. Um, Caroline like, threw a phone at me once. Yeah. I think she threw a punch at me too, but that's, 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 <laughs> I think she almost pushed me down some stairs, but we're going to, yeah. Anyway, um, our fighting styles you fight like no one I've ever met. And it's so amazing. So basically the way I was raised was like, if you go into a fight, you are going to use whatever like verbal tactics you can use to just win, like to, to circular reasoning, to back someone into a corner, to basically admit that they're wrong, right? Like that somehow that person had wronged you. And that was the end of the fight. Like that's how you win was when in the end, when if I was fighting over Kirsten, let's, who knows what it would be about, that Kirsten would say, wow, like, I'm sorry, you're right, because you've used such good logical reasoning that you have like clearly beaten me down. Now it is all, it's like, it's almost like laying your sword down, like kneeling and laying your sword down. <laughs> that was like how- Or like I, conceding a point. Right, like, okay, like clearly I was wrong about, you know, whatever it was, nuclear proliferation. Thank you, Graham, for shedding light on this. Like clearly you have educated me. I concede I was wrong, right? That's how I did it. You fight with Kirsten, and it's the most disarming thing you've ever encountered. So you're so honest and open in a fight. And so that was the other thing. It's like in a fight, to me, you always like keep your – that's the number one time where you kind of keep your cards secret, right? Because you're going to break them out down the line. You're going to like not tell the truth fully. I don't know. That sounds terrible. It's making me sound really bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you fight with Kirsten, and she'd be like, Graham – everything you say is really hurting my feelings because I feel insecure about myself and it's bringing up <laughs> deep-seated issues that I once had as a child. And I would be there, like, my mouth would be on the floor, like, the wall, the wall, <laughs> like, Kirsten. And she'd be like, this hurts me to the core because I see the flaws in myself. And I'd be like, shut it down, Kirsten, shut it down. And honestly, like, I would kneel my sword before you. And it's the most, it's the most, that's why I don't even fight with you. It's not worth it, Kirsten, because you're so honest. <laughs> and like raw. I mean, it's, you are just, you, and you were telling me something about something the other day and you're talking to someone and it was just so unbelievably like, and I kept remember thinking like, you said that out loud. Like you basically said exactly what you were thinking. Right. Cause like, think about it when you, when you fight with like a boy or a husband, like you make them work until finally, like they get your point. And they, that's at least how, how I was raised. <laughs> And you just come out and say, like, truly what the root of the problem is. <laughs> you don't dance around anything. It's amazing. It's highly disarming. So hats off to you. No, I concede that to you. I lay my sword down. Like, you fight like nobody else because you can't fight with you because you're so honest. Like, eventually someone just either has to agree or the fight's over. 
Well, one other thing I will say that's very interesting. I haven't really thought about that. But um, another thing is I also like, I don't do grudges. Grudges, I just, I, when it's over, it's over. I'm not a grudge holder. Oh, and I feel like my mother had a good quote about holding grudges. Like, oh, I know what it was. She would always say, you can forgive, but never forget. <laughs> so like, yeah, I guess that makes me like a champion grudge holder. Like, I'm like a mental tally books on people. <laughs> that's good, though. I need you to keep me out of trouble. No, that's terrible. So you're just out like forgiving people, not holding <laughs> grudges. <laughs> just like Scrooge McDuck, like keeping like these ledger books of ways people have spited me. <laughs> yeah. I don't hold grudges, but I mean, I won't. I also like, I won't, you know, keep up a bad relationship or something. You know, like I'll. Oh, yeah, but that's actually, hold on. Oh, I'm adding to the list. You will ditch a friend. It takes me like basically you have to murder a member of my family. I very, very rarely will drop a friend. Oh, yeah, no, Graham, she, she mates for life. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, like, friendships like, just run their courses. I know, and I'm insanely loyal. Like, you basically have to maybe show up at my house and say, Graham, I'm sorry, she's not going to work out for us. I don't want to be your friend. But once you're on my, once you're on my ledger, you're there. <laughs> Where Kirsten was like, thank you. You've served a good purpose, but I no longer need you in my world. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing. Okay. Well, now I think we're about to do the things that, that we're alike about. But first... Oh my gosh. One of our absolute favorite sponsors of all, all, all times. We have Aura Frames. This is something we're alike about, Graham. We, we do love this company. love our Aura Frames. We totally do. And basically, if you're not familiar, Aura Frames are digital frames, but you kind of, I think you, if anyone who's not familiar they think of kind of the old fashioned gadgety looking eyesore stuff. But Aura makes these gorgeous, sleek, living room worthy frames. They were one of Oprah's favorite things in 2018. And basically what's so cool about it is that you can put an unlimited amount of pictures on your Aura frame from anywhere. And um, basically it just all goes on from your phone. So you load your frame through your phone. And the neatest thing is, is that anyone else that you share your frame with, like it could be your mother-in-law or your sister or brother can put their pictures onto your aura frame. Or probably more likely for a lot of our listeners is you could buy one, say for an out of town relative or a parent, and you can upload pictures of your kids. So like for Graham, whose parents live in a different state, like you could just be aura framing them everywhere. Yeah. So basically we get them a frame and all I do is on my phone, I click, 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 click. It takes two seconds and I throw a bunch of my pictures so they can see like what their grandchildren have been doing. It's an amazing Mother's Day gift. It's great for Father's Day. We have a code, welcome home. You'll get $50 off any frame. All you have to do is go to AuraFrames.com. We've actually had a ton of listeners buy these frames. Aura is so thrilled because um, I think people really like them. We've gotten a nice- Oh yeah. I have like lots out. of personal friends who listen to the to the show and they've called me and been like, do you really like your Aura frame? I'm like, I love it. It's in my living room. Absolutely. And the cutest thing is you can kind of swipe your hand in front of it there's like a sensor on it so you can scroll through the pictures and you can swipe up and it'll become one of your favorite photos um but my kids i will come in and i will just see my kids sitting there staring at pictures and swiping. yeah the kids love it it's so great but like I'm, i feel like they're like remembering those memories that i worked so hard to make so yeah, yeah we well love our aura frames they're beautiful and also if it because they hold unlimited amounts of photos if you like aren't good like i'm not good about making family albums just dump your pictures on that and i don't I, you know what truthfully i think making family albums is a thing in the past though you know there's oh, too many no. photos printing out photos like i can't even print my photos anymore because um 
they're moving. I don't know how to, you know, like with the iPhone, how you kind of, oh, yeah. it? what's up with that? I don't that know. I wanted to upload thing? a bunch of photos to Costco so I could print them out for my daughter's star student week poster. And um, right, they don't count. Print. Right, because they're like really. That's another thing, guys. You know those ones that move? They'll show up on your aura frame as moving. It's really cool. Oh, the little jiggler ones. Yeah. I love those. I okay. know. Oh, that is a good bonus. Go aura. Okay, oh, auraframes.com. Use the code Welcome Home. You'll you guys, get fifty dollars off. You never know what to do for Mother's Day. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're stunning. It's like, <laughs> and they come beautifully packaged. All right, Kirsten. Okay. No, no. now we're doing things that are similar. Okay. Things were alike. <laughs> things were alike. Okay. Were alike. First one. Actually, wait, can we need to be overarching? Do you think we're primarily similar? I think that's I think that'll be a good a good way to end the show, Graham. Oh no, we need one of those like clapometers, you know, where people <laughs> cheer <laughs> and we see if we're similar or alike and like the arrow goes. Here's what like, here's what at the end of the show we'll go one, two, three, and we'll both give our answer at the same time. I mean, I think anyone listening would like two tacos, you know, short of a combo. I don't, I think people are going to say we're like, what's two tacos? What does that mean? No, I was going to make an analogy, but it didn't work out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I have one that we didn't put on the list. Okay. We, if people don't know us personally, okay. Graham and I look a lot alike. I don't think we look alike, but we have been known to. Oh yeah. That's kind of our biggest one. And we that's our to biggest put one. <laughs> can't tell the difference between us and it actually gets awkward sometimes oh oh I had a conversation once in New York City it was after college and I talked to this girl for 20 minutes and she's like anyway we talked for 20 minutes she's telling me all these things that at the end she's like okay well great seeing you Graham (laughs) okay (laughs) bye okay well I told you my worst one the other day was I was like at the baseball field and I overheard this girl like because you know a lot of people around here went to the same college um and I overheard this girl like talking to one of her friends and she looked and she was kind of definitely looking at me and she was like, yeah, that girl's okay. But like, you know, she at some point like kissed my husband, you know, back in college. <laughs> and literally like I couldn't jump in because I was clearly eavesdropping, but I wanted to be like, that wasn't me. Like, <laughs> I didn't touch your husband. Like I never like was like, that was my hooch of a friend. <laughs> you stop that (laughs) i'm kidding but anyway i mean yeah so obviously i just took one for the team and she might think it's me but it's not and just to clarify because i have talked about marrying my high school sweetheart we were on a break in college oh yeah absolutely no you were totally totally with it um (laughs) sorry i'm ruining friendships yeah and i was like you know what okay i'll i took it for the team i was like if you don't want to like me for that that's fine things kirsten and i don't really like we don't like well not don't really like things that we're alike about Okay, we're alike in that we don't like beer. <laughs> don't like beer. We try. We do try. I mean, we're oh, not really. You know what? I actually, though, had a delicious beer the other day. Mm-hmm. It was at a very fancy um, French place. Not sure if that counts. Yeah, it not was sure. called Chimay. Oh, that was the type of the beer? Yes, it was called yeah. Chimay. One in a million, though. We try. We know Chimay the Chimay was the good. Like- you would okay. like Chimay. I like Red Stripe. Um, but you know, again, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It's like, if you're at a baseball game, there's like a right. time and a place. Right. It's a very situational for me. Very, I would never say like, let's go out and order a beer. Right. Even, well, I would, if I was like watching the final four in a pub, but it would have to be like a very specific pub. I think the problem with you and I is that we always like to feel like we're on a movie set somewhere, like in a scene. Right. Right. So and you're so, going to do what's, what's appropriate. Right. I would take what it. What costuming a, would demand. 
Right, exactly. If it was the appropriate prop for the time and place, right? Like, like when you're watching would, a show and you're like, that's, that would never happen. Well, you know what my biggest pet peeve in the world is about television shows what? is when like you're watching a situational comedy or like a 30 minute sitcom and the family wakes up and it's light outside. Like it's like bright, like sunlight that drives me bananas. Why, why like, is that weird? Because like, when was the last time, honestly, you woke up and it was like bright light? They always get the morning lighting wrong. Like the sun is streaming in the windows. That's just not how people wake up. People wake up and it's usually dark out or like semi-dark. I hate the lighting when people wake up. One of the other thing I hate is when families sit down at the dinner, at the breakfast table for like, people are like in and out of the breakfast table and there's a pitcher of orange juice on the table. I think I've talked oh, like to you about who's this. Gonna, who's going to pour like, the orange juice in the pitcher? Nobody does that. Like, and if you do and you're listening, let us know. Welcome, hello at the Welcome Moment. <laughs> you know what's one of the most fascinating things? Mm-hmm. So a commercial was filmed at my house one time, which was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. We should link to it at some point. Um, but yeah, like having them set the table that was okay. Because like, yeah, you're right. There's like props. Right. Like when do you set the table for, I mean, maybe some people do every now and then I do, but they act like even on Modern Family, when you watch that show, they act as if that's a daily activity. Like, let's be honest. We throw out the napkins. We are basically scrambling with like little plastic cups, you know, like throwing yeah, the orange juice in the cups. The cups on the table. Um, right. What if they're fresh squeezing their orange juice, Graham? Maybe that's what's going on. That's a house I want to live in. That's a family I want to know. If you're, if you have good beer, I guess, and like you're, you're waking up to a sunny house and like having a lovely breakfast, like yeah, I would like to be in your family. Oh, amazing. Okay. Okay. Next up, drugs. Drugs. <laughs> Just you know, drugs. Drugs. Um, I you know I think drugs. We, yeah, I, I think we've been pretty clear on that. We're just not fans. Like you just miss the boat. And, and okay. I'm sorry about that. We just don't like it. We like the people that are funny. That's something else we're like. <laughs> we appreciate humor. We do I like do. humor. Well, that's the funniest thing. So whenever I come home, like if I've met somebody new, like a, a fun new girlfriend or something, and like I go out to dinner, I always come home, like and Harrison looks at me and he goes, but was she funny? <laughs> did she make you laugh and like the truth is that's the proxy like if they're not funny you know what i love in a friend i love and i'm thinking about one friend in particular in phoenix who's like not even that good of a friend but i want her to be a better friend um because she has the best laugh like people with a laugh that is such a good quality that is oh and an easy laugh i'll tell you that is one of the greatest things graham that is a genius coming an easy laugh yeah like people who are hard to get a laugh right but like easy laughers oh my gosh you'll notice they're actually the ones with the most friends well because they're laughing yeah and people want to be around them yeah and it makes me want to be funnier because it's like oh maybe you'll laugh for me I know. I know. I do love. I can't believe we've never thought of this. Easy laughers are the best. Easy laughers. Let's all be easy laughers. Okay. I'm telling you, just try it like as as an experiment because I've tried it a few times and like people just go gaga. Like they. Oh wait, can I tell you the opposite of an easy laugher? What? I there's some people I know who never laugh, never laugh, but say that's funny oh it's a terrible <laughs> yes oh, oh no no in new york they say oh that's so funny yeah it's like then laugh laugh I'm like, great. like if it really is like just go over it let it out i know it's hiding in there somewhere <laughs> and I'm like, right oh that's so funny <laughs> I'm like, is it is it really i don't believe funny? you you're a liar <laughs> i just want to like reach into their throats and pull it out okay pull <laughs> 
Poldark. We both like Poldark. Oh, sorry. I missed it because I was laughing. Yes, we love Poldark. And we actually have another listener who she, well, you guys probably know her if you listen to the Mom Hour because she's been on, um, she's been on the Mom Hour several times and uh, Katie and Katie, we've got her hooked. We got her hooked on Poldark. She texts us all the time about what's going on now. Um, so trust us, you now have another endorsement for Poldark. If you guys have not watched Poldark, and by the way, I found out, like, Katie had to go to the library to get the DVDs. I know you were paying, although we're now realizing Graham pays for media she does not need to pay for. But um, you guys, get the Masterpiece Theater app. It's free. It's on the PBS app. Wait, Maybe it's so- just the PBS app, but it's free. Don't pay for your Poldark. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I told you this, like, three times, Graham. No, I thought you had to be a subscriber episode. to your local PBS station. Seriously? You are a subscriber because you pay taxes. I don't know if that's true. Yes, like Poldark is your, is your God-given right as an American <laughs> to watch Poldark for free. And you know what? If you don't use these rights, you're going to lose these rights. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> use it or lose it. But um, why do you think people want to immigrate to America to watch Poldark for free? <laughs> that's a good point. Good point. All right. Paper calendars and to-do lists. We like them. People know these things. Uh, I have a- Yeah. We're both, we're both hybrids, though. We both use our Google calendars and electronics. We but sound very stodgy, McStodgy. I'm looking at this list. You just threw tattoos in there. People are going to hate us. Um, so well, I don't, don't like tattoos. tattoos. Like, wow. I, we are very anti-tattoo. We are tattoo. Although I did tell you that Pat and my, my baby son's arm has gotten actually really big and a little tattoo would look good on it. <laughs> no, I just feel like I cannot make... Well, here's the thing. Like, I use ClassPass. We'll get to that in a minute. But the reason I use ClassPass is because I cannot commit to a gym. As soon as I'm signed up for the monthly membership, I'm like, I can't, I can't stick with this. So why would I get a tattoo? Oh, right. Because you change so much. You, that's, that's your problem is you doubt what you got. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. 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 You're going to, a lot also of people because, have like, tattoos. I also don't like a lot of jewelry. You know what I mean? Like I don't like you a lot of accessories. So for me, like, it's just too much, just too many accessories going on. It's fair, but because I don't want to lose our entire listening audience in one day, um, I know a lot of people do have tattoos, and we like them, just not on us. Actually, that's not true. We don't really. That's not like true, Graham. Don't lie. You're, we're not tattoo people. We're just not. We're not tattoo. We're not people. tattoo people. We're never going to be. It's never going to be our thing. But I wouldn't make make fun of someone if they had a tattoo. Well, of course not. You'd make fun of someone, but it's not. That's that's like saying I don't like, like you. Like I don't really like rice that much. <laughs> Or like, I don't like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't like plaids or stripes. Okay. I, mean, I love right. stripes. <laughs> That's, That's so fair. I love stripes. But you know what I mean? If you said like, I don't like striped shirts or I don't like chunky sweaters or whatever it is, you know? Okay. Tattoos. Oh, you know what I don't like? I don't like bell sleeves. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to make no. fun of someone for wearing I, bell sleeves. Or like, you know what I don't like are those cutout shoulders. Oh, man. I don't like those either. Oh, man. Drives me bananas. I don't I like wish that chunky just... heels. You don't like chunky heels either, although they're so much more comfortable. I know they the are. I, I can't, you know what? I take that back. Sometimes I like chunky heels. They can just... I, like a, I like a good wedge. Chunky heels are in, though. They are really in right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Wait, I'm going to go back on that. I don't know. For a long time, I didn't like booties. Oh, yeah. We've been through this. Booties are terrible, but then... No, no, no. Now Now I like booties. And you know what? Yeah. Because they didn't go anywhere. They just stuck around. There was nothing we could do. Well, and then you start watching, like, black and white movies, and they're all wearing booties. And you're like, this kind of might have some staying power. Oh, yeah. Everything comes around again. I mean, like, high-waisted jeans, the whole shebang. Yeah, but but, so I don't know why we'd have to to, to put a disclaimer in for tattoos, because it's not like if you didn't like high-waisted jeans, you wouldn't be friends with somebody who doesn't like 
who wears high waisted jeans. Good point. Good point. All right, our next thing, refusal to pay fees. Oh, going back to ClassPass. I realized I'd been paying for ClassPass. And I called them. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not paying for this. My husband's like, you did what? I'm like, I forgot I had subscribed. I don't want to pay for it. I didn't use it. He's like, you can't do that. It doesn't, the burden of like you using a product does not rely on the product person. But here's the problem. Shady ways to keep people signed up for stuff that they forget. It's the whole concept of gift cards. People like businesses love to sell gift cards because they know you won't ever use them. It's like money in their pocket. It did not occur to my husband to call and tell them like, I haven't used this. So I want a refund. Whereas I'm like, yes, I've got to call and do that. And they didn't give me a refund, but they gave me back all my points so I can go back to my classes. But you and I just realized we'd been paying for Zoom accidentally since our, since our interview with Susie Orman. And we just both didn't even have to talk about it. We're like, well, we have to call them and tell them there's been a mistake. Well, and also Susie would not approve of us paying like extra recurring costs for a service we were not using. Right. So you and I do not pay fees. We hate them. Oh, I hate, hate fees. Like I'll pay for the price of something, but 100%. I will. No, no, no. I do not pay fees. No. no. Sure. I have a running list right now of all the people I need to call to like check in with to get fee reversals. Oh, here's a question for you. I, I have to, I'm having this party over Easter weekend and it's a really big party and we live like kind of like our house is on the corner mm-hmm. of a busier street and then a like quieter street, you know? So people sometimes turn off the busy street onto the quieter street. We're gonna have a lot of kids. The last time we had this party two years ago, we closed down the street and it was like $30 for the fee or maybe $20 for the the fee. And then I had to go rent um, the street close signs, which were like $8 each or something. So the whole thing was like less than $40. And it was, you know, in my opinion, money well spent because I knew kids weren't gonna get hit by a car. Uh Now the fee is $400 unless it's a neighborhood block party. But they say on the website, if anyone comes who doesn't live on your street, you have to pay $400. What? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, there it's exp- it's not cheap here. I think it's like 250 to close a street, but then you have to pay a policeman or woman to come and be at the party. So it runs you about $400. That's a lot of money to close. That's a, a street. lot of money. But yeah. like I'm just when I say close the street, I'm literally closing it in front of my house and my extra neighbor's house. Yeah, but you go do live a block off. away and just go right in. You know what I would do, to be honest, is like, I would just put up your own cones and not let people in. I did that one time and it worked out. I just made my own signs and closed the street. And by the time the party was over, no one had busted me. I don't know. I'm scared. Yeah, but who cares? So then they pull you over. They stop. You, you know, you take a citation. It's not going to be more than $400. <laughs> just plead so ignorance. Just do the math. I think just take a calculated risk, put up your own cones or put up your own, like, like park your car parallel in the middle of the street. That's what I would do. And put your hazards on. <laughs> I was going to put all the crawfish pots in the middle of the street. Yeah, you've got to do it. It's a big party. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's what I would do. That's how I would do it. Um, I think we're both not gossips. We're not gossips. I don't we like don't. talking to people behind their back. No, I don't either. I don't think it's fun or interesting. No, and you know what I will say is I hope you don't have one of those nasty tattoos. Kidding, kidding. That's the thing. What you hear is what you get. Like if we're saying it right now and we're recording it, that's the same thing we're talking about when we're not. We don't we don't gossip about people. No, we don't. In fact, there was like this one day where I was in a really bad mood. We were really stressed out about the situation and this specific person was making it really tricky. And my friend and I were both like, oh, I just want her. She's being so and then and I was really this is when I knew this girl was my friend. Mm-hmm. And she grabbed my arm and she's like, wait a minute we can't talk about people behind our back. We don't do that. We're better than that. And it was like, I love that. She was, I was like, that's when I realized this girl who I didn't know very well, but I kind of liked her. It was like, nope, you're going to be one of my good friends. Cause like, that was really cool. 
Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. And it makes like what you're saying sacrosanct with that person. And I like that because they, you know, yeah, that they'll cause they know you're confidence. not going to talk about them. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's fun. I have to say, plus like I've noticed that when I talk to people who are more gossipy, I spend less time laughing and it brings me back to my want to hang out with funny people. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Just it's just kidding. like it's like if I only have like two utils of time to spend with someone, I want to I want them to be making me like a free comedy show. What's a util? Oh, like a util is just like a measurement of something. Oh, I okay, so while we we're in Denver, again, this was the coolest thing ever. I wish all museums would do this. So we went to the the contemporary art museum, I think it was, and instead of docents leading the tours, they had comedians leading the tours. Stop like it. Making like kind of just like telling jokes. They they were they were actual local comedians. Now, how cool would that be for an art museum if you had comedians leading your art tours? I mean, I will say tour guides are usually kind of chosen to, because they're entertaining. Well, and I mean, obviously, like you don't get as much if you'd like to actually learn about the art. But I think that would bring in a whole new demographic of people if you could go and get a comedy show about the art. I thought that was fine. Sorry, I'm distracted. My dog is making funny noises. Okay. Okay. Um, we like walking. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Just like going on walks? We love walking. I think most women probably love walking with girlfriends, but I do enjoy, I feel like we always just enjoy whenever we see each other, which is too rare, strolling about. And then that reminded me of that movie, what was it, Best in Show, where she goes, she was like, it was that lady who was married to the really, really, really old husband who clearly she didn't love. And, she, and they were like, what do you two have in common? And she goes, well, we both like talking, not talking. <laughs> we soup. Could, could talk or not talk all day. <laughs> we could talk. We like soup. And the guy was just sitting there looking like he was about to fall over and die. It was great. Um, <laughs> Oh, that was great. Okay. Um, Wait, but well, back to walking real fast, though. That is like my favorite thing. If someone says, you want to get together? It's like, yeah, let's go for a walk. Oh, it's fabulous. I mean, it's life changing. Like the oh, life changing. Yeah. So you know what? Let's Marie Kondo it. It's the life changing power of taking walks with friends. There is nothing better. You know, I went on a walk. I woke up early Sunday morning and went on a walk by myself. And um, I've been in, I've been like craving it. It was so good. Sorry, it was a really nice walk. It was you just went walking by yourself. Isn't yeah. Well, with a podcast. Yeah, of course. Of course. With how many things in the background. Exactly. I was switching between two audiobooks. I couldn't get into either one of them. Okay. Well, I think that sums up today. I think so too, because I think we need to wrap it up with something along the lines of, we all have friends. We have similarities. We have differences. And it's kind of fun to appreciate those differences in our friends. Okay. Um, hey, I also want to wrap it up with, uh, with, we haven't asked in a long time, but if you enjoy this show, um, could you please take a minute? And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to oh. go review two of my favorite shows right now because I never do this. Um, would you please take a minute and give us five stars? If I mean, assuming we've earned it, if it's three. Oh stars. yeah, or give a us little, stars, a little. You don't need to do it. You just put it at the bottom of your to do list. <laughs> <laughs> or if you've got something bad to say, you know what? It can wait till next week. But if you've got something good to say, yeah, you go on iTunes and just review the show, or however you listen, because you know, Kirsten, I re- I actually checked like what was the other way people listen to podcasts? Spotify. <laughs> so technogram. 
I think there were, there were some reviews on there that we had never even checked out. But anyway, it really does help the show. Um, if anyone is enjoying it, thank you so much for listening. We are Welcome Home. You can email us. I will respond. Hello at the com. And if you would be so kind to review and or share the show. Oh, yeah. Great. You could share it, too. You can, you can speak to your real life friends about our show. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, welcome home. <laughs> <laughs>